everybody is uh, is doing well. Okay, our plan. Uh, we've had the opportunity to speak. Uh, I guess I have two shirim already about the world of Zrayim. The first week we spoke about the relationship between Zrayim and Amuna. How Zrayim has the ability to it correlates, enhances our Amuna and the Rebbeinu Olam. Our Amuna, as Rashi points out, in each other. We pointed out that there are mitzvos hatuliyos ba'aretz. And those mitzvahs ba'aretz are mitzvahs dependent on the land. That's a category found in the Mishnahis and Kedushin. But sometimes we have discussions whether individual mitzvahs are, even if they're related to Eretz Yisrael, even if they're related to the preparation of food in Eretz Yisrael, that maybe they aren't really considered to be a classic mitzvah ba'aretz. So we saw that trumos and maestros, so those are things that I have to separate from the produce that grows in Eretz Yisrael. I have to give some of my produce to a Kohen, that's my Truma. I give a tenth of it to a, to a Levi, that's my Meiser, and that's Trumas and Meisros. We saw that Chala, there's a good deal of evidence, or a bit of a Machlokas Harishonim. Is Chala like Truma? It's a mitzvah Tluya Ba'aretz. The Torah refers to Chala as Truma. Rashi listed as a mitzvah Tluya Ba'aretz like Truma. Or is Chala fundamentally different? It connects not to the ground of Eretz Yisrael, but it's rather the, a mitzvah that surrounds the preparation of bread in Eretz Yisrael. Not about, it could be, even we saw in Shittas HaRambam, it could even be that if the grain was grown in Chutz Aretz and you just brought it into Eretz Yisrael and you prepared the dough for the chal in Eretz Yisrael, that that would be chay of Oraisa. It's not about the, the ground, maybe. Maybe it's at the preparation of the dough, of the dough itself. What I want to try to do tonight is to speak about a very important discussion about Trumos, Maestros, and Chala. We are going to again have a bit of a machlokas about how similar or different Truma or Chala are. We're going to again suggest that that relates to the status of Chala and its relationship to Truma. It's a very, very fundamental topic that comes up when you learn Mishnayis Zrayim. It comes up in the first parak of Peya, in the first parak of Maestros, in the first parak of Truma, and in the second and third parakim of Chala. So we're definitely going to hit up a topic right now that is relevant to a lot of different Mishnayas. We're going to hopefully have this in almost like a two parts. Uh, but as Hashem will speak, either probably not next week because it's Arab Rashan, and I imagine we're involved in whatever setting up the basement normally happens then. But as Hashem will have one more before the conclusion of Chorosman, we'll speak about sort of a second part of this in the world of Reb Chaim and Reb Salvechik. We'll see about Reb Chaim today, but we'll, uh, but, but we'll do our best. Let me begin as follows. Produce, things that grow from the ground, are chayiv and chumos and maestros. And we'll speak about at some point which kinds of items are chayiv in chala. A major discussion which takes place in the Mishnayis throughout Seder Zrayim is at what stage in the preparation process am I chayiv to actually separate truma? Once you become chayiv to separate it, that produce becomes entirely usher to eat. Produce that's chayiv and trumos and maestros, upon which you have not separated truma, is called tevel. And tevel is aser, it's aser, even for a kohen who's allowed to eat truma, tevel is considered to be, considered to be aser. But if you consume the item very, very early on in its, uh, in its, I guess, life, so then it would not be tevel, and you would not really be chayiv to separate trumos and maestros. So the question becomes, at what stage along the way do foods become chayav in trumos and maestros? So if you look in, 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 in the Mishnah and trumos, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Yud, so the Mishnah gives the phrase of gemar melacha. Gemar melacha. 
when you have completed on some level the term Gemar Melacha, when you have completed the preparation, let's say, of the tvua of the grain, that's when it's Chayev in, in Truma. What is that time period of Gemar Melacha? How do I know when it's really done? So Mishnayis and Maisros, Mishnayis, I believe, also in Peya, discuss that a little bit with different items, but often it's referred to as Miruach. Mem Yud Reish Vav Ches. Miruach, which is a time where it's sort of the last thing you do with the grain, I believe, the Gemar Melacha, before you're ready to put it in the storehouses. Relates to like smoothening it out and cleaning it and getting it ready. Maybe we'll speak at some point more specifically about the, what Miruach exactly is. But that's considered to be the Gemar Melacha. That's the Gemar Melacha when it comes to Chuma and Maestros. Interestingly enough, even though I'm only chayef to separate once there's Gemar Melacha, the halacha is with Chumos and Maestros that if there's an earlier stage in the process of that grain, what's called sometimes Hava'ashlish, when it's, uh, let's say, a third of the way, a third of the way there, there are certain times that the Gemara describes in Mesechah Shabbos, in Mesechah Psachim, and the seventh parak of Mesechah Brachos, where the truma is not yet chayav, but it's what's called bishibolin. It could be that it's, uh, it's like in sheaves, I believe is the English word for that. I don't know what that is, but that's what the English word is. It's where it's like lying out there, not yet really ready. It's, it's a, the, towards a, a particular part of the process. Where even if I haven't yet gotten to Gemar Malacha, it could still be possible for me to be mafrish truma at an earlier stage. At an earlier stage. So even though I'm only chayav, at Gemar Melacha, the Gemara says, Higdimo Bishibolin, if I would do it earlier on when it's just like lying there in sheaves, before I've really cleaned it, before I've really developed it, before I can really use it, even then it can be Mafresh Truma before it's actually Chaya, before it's actually Chaya. That's the Halacha by Trumos and Maestros. That's the Halacha. What about by Chala? What about by Chala? Again, we're starting with some basic details, then we'll get into some Lambdas and the Rishonim. What about by Chala? So chala, you're only chayev to separate chala once it becomes what's called gilgal ha'isa. Once you have kneaded the dough. When you knead the dough, at that part, point in time, that's considered to be, that's considered to be chala. That's considered to be chala. However, many of the Rishonim point out a Mishnah in chala in Perek Bey's Mishnah Hay. The Mishnah tells in chala Perek Bey's Mishnah Hay, that while it's true, the Mishnah tells us in Paragimel that the Isa only when it becomes dough, are you really chayev? Are you really chayev? As by the Mishnah says in Paragimel, Ochlin Araimina Isa Atis Galgel. You can even eat part of the challah until it gets kneaded. But the Mishnah says in Parag Bays, if I take challah too early in the process, Hamafrish Chalaso Kemach. If you have flour and you separate challah while it's flour, Eina Chala, it's not considered to be challah. And if the Kohen has it, it's Gezel Biyad Kohen. It's stolen by the Kohen. So Truma, there's a shear when you're Chayev. That shear is when Gemar Melacha, Miruach, when it's already sort of ready to go, the Tvua, the grain, to put in the storehouse. But if I decide I want it earlier, before I'm Chayev to, if I want to be Mafresh earlier, it counts as Truma. In contrast, when it comes to Chala, that appears to not really be true. When it comes to challah, only when it's dough are we mafresh challah. If anyone here has ever been mafresh challah, one of these like challah baking scenes. 
I don't know if it's the most popular event always in, in yeshivas. But if you, uh, if you ever, segulas are real, you know, why not? If you ever are, so you, you do it on the, once there's dough. You do it once there's dough. The dough, that's when you separate it. Many, many Rishonim ask the following question. We'll say out the question clearly, and we'll see a bunch of different answers and sort of the Yisodos that emerge from it. Why is Truma different than Chala? Why is Truma different than Chala? Both have a time period in the production of those items in which they are chayev to separate. For Truma, at Meruach. For Chala, when it becomes dough, when you need the dough. But how come for Truma, you're allowed to separate earlier? But when it comes to Chala, you're not allowed to separate earlier. Why is Truma different than Chala? The question becomes all the more powerful if you hold or if you know that in Parsha Shlach, we call Chala Truma. So any difference between Chala and Truma is going to be, is going to be startling. It's going to be uh, very, very significant. As the Ritva points out, shame Truma Achasi. There's one thing called Truma. So I may he the truma vichala. Why not grow? Why not learn out truma vichala? Why is there a difference between them if in fact they are so similar? How come chala I can't preempt, but truma I am allowed? I'm allowed to preempt. What exactly is what exactly is the difference? What exactly is the difference? So we'll see. I think three camps of rishonim, three camps of rishonim. How they answer this question? How they answer this question? Camp number one, camp number one, there's a group of Rishonim that maintain that in fact Chala and Truma are very, very similar. In fact, Chala and Truma are very similar. It may look different based on the Mishnayis, but that's actually fairly misleading. The Yureim writes, one of the great Rishonim, the Baliyatotzvah, Sefer Mitzvah, the Yureim writes that even when you separate Truma too early, you're actually not separating Truma too early. The only thing we mean when the Gemara says you can separate Truma earlier, it means you can take away the Truma now and say, Bitnai, that it becomes Truma when there's Gemar Malacha. Meaning, in the end of the day, in both Truma and Chala, the separation's only going to take place when the food's actually finally, there's real produce there. The Chiddush is that in Truma, it's going to, again, and even in Truma, that's so. Just you're allowed to separate earlier and say, I'll tenai that it'll kick in at Meruach. Reb Chaim Kanevsky points out in Derech Amuna in the Bir Halacha, that according to the Urayim, he doesn't answer it for our question, but it does answer the question. According to the Urayim, why is Chuma different than Chala? How come Chuma I can preempt and I can't preempt Chala? Answer is, you can't preempt Chuma. Chuma and Chala only really kick in at the Shas Meruach, sorry, at the, at the Gemar Malacha. The only Chiddush Maybe by Truma, if you do Al Tanai, it'll kick in later. And maybe that can even work by Chala. If you would do it like a little bit earlier, you would say Al Tanai, maybe then. I don't know, maybe then, probably not. But at minimum, the difference is not that great. So that, 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 that's one camp. The Ritva quotes the Ramban in Kiddushin on Daf Memvav, the Ramban in Kiddushin. They have another version of the same answer another version of the answer that Truma and Chala are actually very, very similar. What's the call answer like 1B? You know, in, in Camp 1, those are those that hold that Truma and Chala are really very, very similar. So the Ramban understands, not true. There's a Mishnah in Chala. Just like you can preempt Truma, you can also preempt 
Chala. I can preempt the Truma not right away, but at a certain stage. And the Mishnah seems to indicate, so writes the Ramban, that in Chala also we have a particular time where you're allowed to separate Chala before it actually becomes Chala, before it becomes dough. When is that time? Kishinosan Mayim Lekemach. When it's flour, you can't separate. When it's dough, you're Chayev. But just like Truma, I could preempt. So the Ritva understands similarly, when it comes to Chala, I can preempt. Once there's water in the, in, in the flour, I haven't yet fully mixed it. But once there's water, that's considered to be good enough. And therefore, says the Ritva Chala is exactly like Truma. We learn Chala from Truma. Both of them have a stage where you're Chayev. Both of them have a stage where it's way too early to separate. And both have this in-between stage where you could separate, but you're not Chayev to yet. That's one camp in Rishonim. No, no Altanai. Totally separate it. The second camp in Rishonim is somewhere in between. I don't know what to do with this particular Shita. We'll, we'll question it. The Rosh, one of the Baliatosvos in Meseches Trumos, some of the Kalim and Rambam quote this also. It's, it's, it's quoted in the name of the Baliatosvos. The following idea. They say as follows. No, 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 no. Truma and Chala, I would have thought would be the exact same. However, there is a special Gezeris HaKasav that teaches me I can preempt Truma. The Gemara in Shabbos and Kuf Zayin quotes a Pasuk. That's how we learn you can preempt Truma. But Chala doesn't have that special Pasuk, and therefore you can't preempt, you can't preempt Chala. In that sense, Truma in many ways would be like Chala, if not for the fact that there is this Gezeris HaKasav that I can preempt Truma and I can't preempt Chala. What I don't know is whether that Gezeris HaKasav is indicative of a larger difference between Truma and Chala, or whether, no, Truma and Chala are the same. For whatever reason, especially because they were like teaching me that Truma, you can preempt. I don't know what to do with that answer. If you got that answer, great. If not, don't worry about it at all. There is a third camp of Rishonim that is very, very fundamental. The third camp of Rishonim is a Mahalach that's found in Kiddushin, in the Me'iri, and in the Sefer called the Shita Lo Noda Lemi. Who wrote the Sefer, Shita Lo Noda Lemi? So the Hebrew speakers amongst us would probably suggest that we don't know who wrote it. The Nite Gavriel, the Nite Gavriel, who is a uh, very chash of a posik in, uh, in Brooklyn. So I remember many years ago when I was learning Kiddushin. So I had a wedding to go to in, in Brooklyn. Uh, Rabbi Kiba Block I was with at the time to go to the wedding. And we stopped at the home of Nite Gavriel. Why? Because before he started Pasking Shilas with all his father Nite Gavriel, he came out with some editions of Rishonim. And he came out with the Shita Lo Nodolami. He claims, I think in footnote, under, uh, in, in a parenthesis under Lumi, he thinks it's the Talmud of the Rashba. So he thinks it's the Talmud of the Rashba, but we really don't know, hence that is the name of the Sefer, but it is a helpful Sefer in Mesechus Kiddushin. And the Me'iri has the same idea also, but it's always nice to reference Yudin Lumi, because like, put a smile on people's faces. Say the Me'iri and the Yudin the following the following idea. There's a reason why you can preempt Truma, and you can't preempt Chala. It's because Truma and Chala are fundamentally different. What exactly is the fundamental difference between Truma and Chala? How come Truma I can preempt and I can't preempt Chala? So the way they say it is as follows. Truma is a function of, is it dugun? Is it, is it produce? 
as long as it's at a stage which is too early along the way in the process, it's not yet called ochel. It's not yet called produce. It isn't yet called food. So I separate truma while it just started to grow. That's not significant. But once it gets, it becomes called ochel, it's produce that grew from the ground, you could separate truma. We have a gzeus akasav. We learn you're only chayiv at gemar malacha. But truma, you're chayiv to separate from the ochel, from the dagon, which is, which is there. I'm chayiv to separate from the produce. The produce is already earlier on. Chala is not a function of produce. I'm only chayiv in chala once I have isa. Once I have dough. Up until dough, there's no chayiv whatsoever. Therefore, until there's Gilgul Ha'isa, until there is dough, there is no way to preempt when it comes to Chala. There's no way to preempt when it comes to Chala. What's behind this Chiluk? So Lich'ora, what they're driving at, is the Chiluk we saw last week. Truma is a mitzvah pluya ba'aretz. Truma, for these Rishonim, is a function of the Kedusha of the ground. Any produce that grows from the ground you separate truma from. So once the produce has become ochel, once it's become enough that we could call it food, even if I'm not yet, even if it's not yet gemar malacha, this produce is already chayiv in truma. At that point in time, it's called produce food that grew from the ground. Gemar malacha is like a later stage when it's like really full and that's when you're chayiv. But once it's called digancha, once it's called your, your produce already, you're good to go to separate. Chala is not a mitzvah tluya ba'aretz the same way. Chala is not a function of that which grew from the ground. If it was about what grew from the ground, it grew from the ground already once it was flour, it already grew from the ground. So why can't I separate when it's considered to be flour? Why can't I separate when it's considered to be flour? Because it's zero. What makes chala chala is the dough. As we noted last week, again, a little bit of Derek Drush, but really not. Salvechik pointed out, Truma, in many ways, is a mitzvah that celebrates and commemorates the Kedusha in the ground in Eretz Yisrael. The tevua, the grain, the food was grown from Eretz Yisrael. Chala is not a mitzvah that is celebrating or noting the Kedusha of the ground of Eretz Yisrael. It's a mitzvah which celebrates our involvement in Eretz Yisrael of our capacity to be a shutaf with Rebonus Olam and produce things in Eretz Yisrael. Chala is nothing before you've produced it into Isa. Chala is nothing until you have made it, until you have made it into dough. Until that point, until that point, it is not considered to be significant, significant enough. I want to chazer what we saw thus far. We'll get to the second piece in a little bit. But let's chazer what we saw thus far. Mishnayis tells in Zrayim that Trumos, Maisros, are chayev to separate only once there is Gemar Melacha. Only once there's meruach, only once it's considered to be really finalized there, you put it in the storehouse, you're ready to go. Chala, you're only chayav, Gilgal Ha'isa, once you've kneaded the dough. Truma, it seems like you can preempt the Gemara tells a lot of places. Again, in Psachim, in, in, in Brachos, and Memzayin, in Shabbos, Kuchavzayin, where in Psachim? Lamed Vav? Okay. Lamed Hay? I'm going to go with Lamed Hay on this, but I want to go with Lamed Vav. I don't know. Could be Lamed Vav. We're not sure. Is it? Okay. A little inner Heichel battle. And then there's a... Uh... Really? Three-way. I like this. And then there's a... Uh... 
But Chala, the Mishnah tells us, when Chala's flower, you can't preempt Chala. The Rishonim asks, why can I preempt one and not the other? For a group of Rishonim, the Yireim, the Ramban, and the Ritva, Chala and Truma are basically the same. They're the same. For the Yireim, they're the same, that you can't really preempt either. For the Ramban and the Ritva, they're the same, that you can preempt both. According to the Meir, they're fundamentally different. They're fundamentally different. There is, and this will be just that, Again, first part, introduction. Second part, the kasha that we've shown him, the three different camps of answers. Part number three. Part number three. There's an, there seems to be a real machlokas achronim. A real machlokas achronim about the din the Ramban quotes. The din the Ramban quotes. It's going to be a little bit of a... It's going to, we're going to come back to this chiluk, uh, Ezra Shem, in, uh, in, I guess, two weeks or so. But it's a very, very fundamental idea. Challah, when it's flour, you're not allowed to sell it, to, to separate challah. When it's dough, you are. The Ramban and the Ritva pointed out there is this middle stage. When there's water in the flour. Water in the flour, they pointed out you can separate, you can separate challah. What's the nature of that din? What's the nature of that din? Why is it that I'm allowed to separate once some water gets in the flour? Bizman Hazat, Derech Agav, we separate Chal only once it's dough. I believe when they were Makbed and Tuma and Tuma Batara, they would separate Chal once a little bit of water got in. They would do this Lamaisa, had certain benefits from a Tuma Batara perspective, but we do only once it's dough, at least I believe. Maybe the last week of this year we'll bake Chal together. Who knows? Likely not, but maybe. <laughs> sure thing. If it becomes dough at Gilgul Ha'isa, when you knead it, that's when it becomes dough. So how come when there's water in the flour, I'm allowed to separate? How come when there's water in the flour, I'm allowed to separate? So this seems to be a, uh, a, a machlokas within the Salvatic family. In the Salvatic family. Seems to be. Ripchayim in Hilchos Bikurim, in Perikhes Halachavav. Again, we're laying down a lot of yisod. We're gonna cut, we'll, we'll, we'll get more into things, but this is a very important yisod. Reb Chaim in Hilchot Bikurim claims as follows. It seems to, as I believe Rav Shach points out in, in Avi Ezri, to not really go with the Ramban the same way and the Ritva. It's a very sharp idea. Reb Chaim's like this. Fundamentally, you're only Chayev when it becomes dough. And the only time that we ever really consider it to be dough is when it is full Gilgul Ha'isa. When, when you actually need it, that is the only time when it actually becomes dough. That is, that is it. That is it. Chalos Shem Isa Taloi Rak Begilgul Levad. Only you need is it called Isa. So says Reb Chaim, so why am I allowed to preempt it when water comes into the flower? Why am I allowed to preempt it? V'nesinas Mayim Eina Shaycha Klal Ladin Hachiyav Shalchala. Nesinas Mayim, says Reb Chaim, is not at all a fundamental contributor to the chiyuv of challah. It's not part of dough. It's not part of dough. You're not chayiv at all. It's not the real chefts of challah yet bichlal. So says Reb Chaim, why am I allowed to separate then? It's a very sort of unique chiddush. Reb 
says of Chaim the following idea. It seems in Chazal that there's a there's a custom that we're mekel, that when water gets in, you're good to go. Says of Chaim, that is not the most significant act of Biklal. It is still not yet dough. And the ikker is, Chal is only Chayev when it's dough. I.e., very much like the Me'iri, very much like the only dough is Chayev and Chala, that's the Chayev kicks in. Oh, so how come I'm allowed to separate earlier? So if Chayim says, that's a very technical point, that's not fundamental at all. That's a halacha, a special Chiddush, that even though the Chetza is not really what's Chayev and Chala, it's a special Kula that you could separate Chala before the Chetza's really been ready. It's a special Kula in Hafrasha's Chala. That is called real preempting. The item itself is not yet really the item, which is Chayev and Chala. It isn't yet the Chetza which is there. You're just preempting it. And you're allowed to separate it before it really becomes the kind of object. That, Reb Chaim says, with me, great, if not, it's really all good, is fundamentally different from the Hakdama of Truma and Meruach Gemar Malacha. Reb Chaim says the Hakdama of Truma, the reason why I can separate Truma earlier, is because, in truth, that already is the Chefza, that's Chayev and Truma. There's a technical reason we wait till Gemar Malacha, but that already is the Chefza, which is really there. Got that point, great, not to worry about it. Well, Ezra Hashem, at some point, maybe, never. <laughs> Salvechik had a different Mahalach. Salvechik understood the following. No. Rukhayim's idea is very, as the Rav seemed to say, in, I don't even argue explicitly, but seems to argue. As opposed to Rukhayim, who spoke about how dough is when it's chayav, and there's a special chiddish, and you can be mafresh before it's dough, or things like that, the Rav understood like this. Chala is only chayav when it is dough. Not only is it only chayav when it's dough, but you can only separate challah when it's dough. So says the Salvatic the following idea. There are multiple stages in the process of something becoming dough. The same way as an example, if you're in Shabbos, there may be multiple stages in what's called food preparation. There's food of like Michael ben Drosai, like maybe it's edible on some level, but you wouldn't really call it real food. There's Mavushal called Tsarko, when it's actually now fully cooked, and you could eat it. I guess a perfect medium rare, maybe we would say. And then there's like, you know, additional stages, like it's Mastamic Viralo, it becomes well done. Something along those lines. Different stages in the food preparation, in the food preparation product. Says the Rav, Hu Hadin, when it comes to challah. Flour is not dough. Gilgul Ha'isa, when you need the dough, is full dough. But when you put water with the flour, instead of salvechik, that is the first stage in the development of this item as being dough. It's a lower tier quality of dough. It's a lower tier quality of dough. Meaning, says the rub essentially as follows. Says the rub essentially as follows. There are others that also claim that this relates to Shonim. But says the rub like this. You're only chayav and chala when it's dough. And you can only separate chala when it's dough. The machlokas between the Rav and Rukhayim is very, very important. Very, very important. According to the Rav, you can only even separate chala when it's actually dough. So it must be that a bit of water going in is already called dough. In contrast to that, in contrast to that, is Rukhayim. Chaim says, no, you're chayiv and chala when it's dough, 
but it's a special chiddush that you actually can preempt challah. That you can bring and separate challah, a hafrashah's challah, even though it is not yet actually dough. To what extent is dough necessary for hafrashah's challah? To what extent is that, is that really, is that really critical?